Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wednesday, March 24th, 2021, and welcome to episode number 246 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is, of course, WCWS Outside the Ropes. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you. As, of course, we will, as always, we will, of course, be bringing you tonight. Uh, our some pop culture stories, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. We will also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, be bringing you some pop culture history and birthdays here as well, of course, in the world of 
general history as well as movies, TV, music, and sports. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll bring you a preview of what's to come, of course, on Revolution coming up here tonight. I bring you several wrestling news tidbits, of course, <clears throat> also courtesy of 411mania.com. If you care to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening for the next hour, please feel free to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, 141-387-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening. Let's go ahead and get right here to it, of course, ladies and gentlemen, by proceeding to 411mania.com here today at 6.33 p.m. Eastern Time. On episode 246 of Outside the Ropes, of course, like we said, Wednesday, March 24th, 2021. We also want to thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WCWS radio network to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to Outside the Ropes, of course, Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, as well as Power Hour, WCWS This Morning, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, as well as WCWS Sports Machine. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, with, a, with of course, a lot of our shows being, of course, uh, dormant for quite some time, we hope to, of course, get those, those shows on the air, back on the air, or on the air for the very first time here in 2021. So be, please definitely stay tuned for that. First story, ladies and gentlemen, comes to us from Jeremy Thomas here today, as the as the writer, uh, <clears throat> uh, one of the original writers of the John Wick movies, is not returning to script the next two films. Derek Kolstad is the man behind the scripts for the John Wick franchise, but he's revealed he won't be back for the next couple of entries. Kolstad, who wrote the first two films in the Keanu Reeves franchise and co-wrote the third, confirmed in an interview with Collider that he wasn't asked back for the next two. Kolstad noted that he's not involved in the next two films, saying no. At a certain stage of studio, will tell you your creation is graduated and you wish it well. I'm still close with Chad, still close with David. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited to see. He confirmed that the decision was on the studios as well. Say no, it wasn't my decision. We think of it, of the of the contractuality contractually of these things. The third one, I shared the credit with with any number of people. They didn't have to come back to me, and so they didn't. And so you look at that, and you can be hurt. And I would say if it, if I was if I was twenty years ago, I would have been. But seeing what the industry is and how things go, <clears throat> I be, just believe that you just. I just believe that you bless everything and hope all the best and to the players involved who are doing other things elsewhere. And yeah, it's personal. I'm never going to talk crap about John Wick. I want this thing to survive and thrive. The fourth film is currently hoping to shoot this year, according to comments by Ian McShane back in January, which of course it would need to do in order to hit the current May 22nd, 2022 release date. It will see Keanu Reeves and McShane return with the belief, though not confirmed, that Lawrence Fishburne may be back as well. And, of course, we'll just have to wait and see about what all transpires with that. 
Our next story, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Thomas has this story that came out yes, yesterday as the movies Black Widow and Cruella is to release day and date on Disney Plus and also at, in theaters. Disney is bringing both Black Widow and Cruella to Disney Plus simultaneously with their theatrical release. The company announced on Tuesday that Cruella will arrive day and date day and date in theaters and on Disney Plus through Premier Access on May 28th, while Black Widow has been jumped has been bumped back to a July 9th release in both theaters and on Disney Plus Premier Access. The Premier Access strategy is the same strategy that saw Mulan and Raya and The Last Dragon arrive on Disney Plus for $29.99 price. While both films have somewhat muted box office receipts, Disney has said that they were both successful when the receipts uh, from the Disney Plus purchases are counted in. The strategy suggests that Disney is not yet confident in theatrical distribution as theaters prepare to open in major markets. Films have struggled to make headway in theaters due, of course, obviously, to the pandemic, as theaters in the biggest markets have largely remained closed. Today's announcement reflects our focus on providing customer choice and serving the evolving purposes of audiences by leveraging a flexible distribution strategy in a dynamic marketplace that's beginning to recover from the global pandemic. We will continue to employ the best options to deliver the Walt Disney Company's unparalleled storytelling to fans and fans around the world. And this was said by Kareem Daniel, who is the chairman of Disney Media and Animation. Disney also announced that Pixar's latest film, Luca, will release exclusively on Disney Plus on June 18th. It's a similar release strategy to the movie Soul, which bowed on the service, uh, which bowed on the service on Christmas Day. Finally, the studio has announced several release dates for major films. So it has announced that several release dates for major films have shifted. The movie Free Guy will be on August 13th. It was previously supposed to be out on May 21st. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings will not come out on September the 3rd. It was set to come out July 9th. The King's Man will come out will now come out on December 22nd. It was previously announced. It was previously supposed to come out on August 20th. Deep Water. 2022. It was previously set to come out on August 13th of this year. And Death on the Nile will now come out on February 11th of 2022. Previously, it was set to come out on September 21st of this year. So we'll, of course, see how that all will transpire. And of course, like we said, theaters, of course, are one of many industries that have, of course, uh, been, um, been under wraps, of course, uh, because of this situation with the pandemic. Jeffrey Harris posted this story as The Falcon and the Winter Soldier becomes the most watched series premiere ever on Disney+. Plus. It looks like the new Marvel TV series is already breaking records. Disney Plus announced that this week that the new Marvel Studios original series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, ranked as the most watched series premiere in the streaming services history for the show's opening weekend, which was uh, Friday, which was of course Friday, March 19th, through Sunday, March 22nd. Additionally, the premiere episode ranked as the most watched title overall for the same time period on a global basis. That includes Disney Plus in hot star markets. The premiere episode joins the first Marvel Studios live action series, WandaVision, and the season two premiere 
of Lucasfilm's The Mandalorian as the three most watched original shows on Disney Plus opening weekends to date. New episodes of the series will be released weekly on Fridays on Disney Plus. You can check out, of course, 411 Mania will have an official review of the debut episode. There's a link to it on this page. Here's a synopsis, of course, on the, on this particular series. Marvel Studios' The Falcon and the Winter Soldier stars Anthony Mackie as Sam Wilson, also known as The Falcon, and Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes, also known as The Winter Soldier. The pair, which who came together in the final moments of Avengers Endgame, team up on a global adventure that tests their abilities and their patience. Directed by Kerry Scogland, with Malcolm Spellman serving as head writer. The six-episode series also stars Daniel Brühl as Zemo, Emily Van Camp as Sharon Carter, and Wyatt Russell as John Walker. Of course, we did establish that his other identity was uh, the U.S. agent. <clears throat> Our next story, of course, coming out here, ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Thomas posted this story back on Monday that the director of Promising Young Woman, Emerald Fennell, will write the next will write the film based, of course, on the DC character Zatanna. Zatanna is set to make her big screen debut soon, and DC Films has tapped promising young woman writer-director Emerald Fennell, Fennell, forgive if I mispronounce that, to script the movie. Variety reports that Fennell will write the live-action take on the DC comic Sorcerer, which is being produced by J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot Shingle, of course, his production company. You might remember the 2009 uh, Star Trek movie. Yes. Fennell is currently a nominee for Best Director and Screenplay for a Promising Young Woman, which is up for a total of five Oscars at this year's awards show. She was also the showrunner for season two of Killing Eve and an actress who most recently played Camilla Bowles in Netflix's The Crown. No word on if she will direct the comics film. Zatanna was created by Gardner Fox and Murphy Anderson, first appeared in November 1964 as Hawkman number four. Her full name is Zatanna Zahara, and she is like her father Giovanni, most commonly known as just Zatara, a stage magician and an actual magician, using backward language to pull off powerful feats of magic. Over her many years as one of DC's most powerful magical characters, she has been associated with the Justice League and Justice League Dark. She also had a relationship with John Constantine, who is getting his own HBO Max series from Bad Robot, which will tie into the streamer's planned Justice League Dark series. It's not clear if the movie will have ties to the Constantine and Justice League Dark shows, and they said as of right now, nobody has been cast to play the role of Zatanna. But we'll keep you informed as soon as we We'll keep you informed as soon as we, of course, find out something right there. Ladies and gentlemen, excuse me for just, of course, one second here, please. Sorry about that here, folks. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, our next story here comes to us. Let's see, it came out Monday as well. Steve Gustafson uh, shared, of course, his uh, shared his thoughts about uh, about. Let me see what, what this was on um, on HBO's plans for more prequels based on the show Game of Thrones. You can, of course, 
check out this story right here if you wish to. If you wish to, of course, read that. Jeremy Thomas uh, posted this story back on Sunday as the Resident Evil reboot gets an official title. The upcoming Resident Evil reboot film has an official title as revealed as at SXSW. According to IGN, director Johannes Roberts said during, during the film festival event, which went virtual this year, that the film is officially titled Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. The film is set in 1998 and will tell the events of the city under siege from infected zombies. With IGN noting that the mansion for Resident Evil 1 and the city and police station as featured in Resident Evil 2 will be present in the film. Roberts also told IGN that he was focusing on the film's tone, noting the thing I loved about the games that they were just scary as hell, and that that and that is very much what I wanted. That atmosphere, it's rain, it's constantly dark, it's creepy. Raccoon City is kind of this rotten character in the movie, and that sort of atmosphere in the games I wanted to put in the film. The film stars Kea Scodelario, Hannah John Kamen, Rob, Robbie Emil, Tom Hopper, Ivan Goja, and Neil McDonough is set to open on September the 3rd. So we'll be on the lookout here for that. Of course, for those who are just fans of the video games that came out, especially if they even played them on the PlayStation, I knew a lot of people that played them on the PlayStation. And it was, I'll tell you what, it was, uh, those games were downright creepy. Ashish posted this story back on Saturday. <clears throat> Uh, and this is something that I actually noticed here, of course, posted as well, as Zack Snyder's Justice League premiere crashes for some users on HBO Max. Let's see this story right here. And like I said, this was this was back on Sun, this was back on uh, Saturday. So I don't know if they may have, they may have, of course, uh, um, they may have, of course, corrected the problem by now. I'm not sure, but let me just read the stories that came out on Saturday. Zack Snyder's Justice League, of course, their full review of For Love Manny has a full review on it. There's a link to it right here. Had so much demand that it apparently crashed for many users on HBO Max when it debuted on the service at midnight, uh, 3 a.m. Eastern on, on last Friday. According to Down Detector, the issues appear to only have been impacted Justice League but, and, not, and not the entire HBO Max service. HBO Go Asia had to release the had to release this, this following statement on Twitter to address the issues. HBO Go is experiencing a surge in traffic. We are working on a solution to the legion of fans who are trying to watch or improve our event and let you down at this exciting time. We appreciate your patience. And of course, they have as of right now, we have not heard any updates about this. But as soon as we hear something about that, we will. We'll, of course, definitely, of course, throw that out here, too. Uh, this story also came out on Saturday, as Zack Snyder does explain why his cut of Justice League was so violent. In an interview with Variety, director Zack Snyder spoke about why his cut of Justice League uh, was more violent than the average superhero movie, and here are some highlights. Uh, of course, Variety has credit for this interview. On adding more violence and blood to the movie, Zack Snyder said, it's a pure exercise in creative freedom. Let's just do it the exact way we would, we would if no ratings for it. Let's not use any second guessing. The 
Let's just do it the way we think is the coolest. That was the philosophy. That was the philosophy. Uh, crap. That was that was the it, that was. Um, I apologize if that's not what his exact words. I have have had kind of a problem pronouncing that word. I apologize. On why he thought more violence was best, Zack Snyder says, "I always feel that the consequence is important to me. That there is that there's real stakes. It's still an abstract, you know. There are gods fighting men, which is also part of the point. We can't really fight them. Humans can't really fight them. On the fighting having consequences, you don't address the actual violence as violence. To me, you're lowering the stakes on all levels." If the superhero smashes the car and the whole car explodes, you just see the guy kind of crawl out of the wreckage and you're like, oh, okay, it's still PG-13. The fact that you don't show the blood is a technicality. The violence is still there. I want a true depiction of the violence. I don't want to sugarcoat it. And we'll bring this last story right here. Uh, which also came out on Saturday. The writer of the TV show King of the Hill reveals reveals some talks for a possible revival of the show. Make sure you have enough pocket sand ready and be prepared to defend your purses. It may be returned to Arlen, Texas. During a Reddit AMA recently, screenwriter Brent Forrester, who previously worked on King of the Hill, that there were talks for a possible revival of the popular animated series. He wrote, I am sure Greg Daniels and Mike Judge will murder me for sharing this, but hell yes, they are in hot negotiations to bring back King of, King of the Hill. The Trump administration made it suddenly very relevant again. The characters have all 18 years. The project is so good. Okay, I've said too much. The series, which is still beloved on the internet, thanks to reruns and man Originally ran for 13 seasons, which was 259 episodes from 1997 to 2009 on Fox. So, folks, there you have it there with some uh, pop culture, of course, uh, news, uh, news, of course, and views right here. <clears throat> of course, like we said, if, uh, if we get any more updates on any of these stories as we've talked about here, we will, of course, we will, of course, like I said, bring you, of course, a lot of updates on them. Six six fifty gentlemen, it is of course Wednesday, uh, March twenty-fourth, two thousand twenty-one, one six oh five, five six two, zero four four four, caller ID uh one four one three eight seven pound, uh WCWS outside of the ropes episode two hundred and forty-six. Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw, of course, right here with you. Uh rest of the panel way too tough to handle, of course, obviously getting those prep to watch. Uh, tonight's editions of AEW Dynamite and or NXT. And, and of course, speaking of which, I will go ahead and report here tonight that episode, it'll be episode 957 of Revolution tonight, 138055 pound. Uh, <clears throat> uh, as, of course, we will be bringing you our, in addition to, we will be bringing you, of course, our wrestling news and views and also our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, of course, from the human suplex machine, John Gross. We will also, of course, be bringing you our, any results that do come in, of course, as far as, <clears throat> as far as, as far as, of course, uh, um, 
AEW, tonight's editions of AEW and NXT. Plus, also, we'll be talking about the title, the four title matches from this past Sunday's Fastlane pay-per-view, of course, the women's tag match, the universal title match, the intercontinental title match, and the United States title match. Uh, also, of course, we'll give you some updates about the poll matches that we currently have up here uh, in the pay-per-view prediction center page. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, I will be making a special announcement concerning uh, something that was stated on Revolution, of course, last night before we went off the air. I will, of course, make that announcement official um, one more time here on tonight's edition of Revolution. And like I said, episode 957, we wanted to, I wanted, wanted to correct ourselves right here. Uh, 138055-pound. Be sure to, of course, listen to that here as well. <clears throat> also, now, ladies and gentlemen, let us now, speaking of our pop culture history and birthdays, let us now go ahead and proceed to that page right now as we, of course, bring you, like we said, from general uh, general history to, of course, uh, movies, TV, music, and sports history for today, March 24th, where I'm sure there are a lot of interesting moments here, of course, indeed. Uh Three moments, of course, uh, three of the most recent moments in general uh, pop culture history, of course, it is simply this. On this date in 1976, Argentine President Isabel Martinez de Perón is deposed in a military coup. And the remaining two, ladies and gentlemen, both took place last year. And yes, of course, obviously, this has, of course, something to do with the infamous pandemic. Uh, first one, Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi, Modi, well, I guess I'm just going to say Modi, orders a 21-day lockdown for the world's second most populous country of 1.3 billion people to deal with the pandemic. Also, China's Hubei province, the original center of the pandemic outbreak, eases restrictions on travel after nearly a two-month lockdown. Uh, some notable notable moments here. I will bring this up, bring these up again in movies, TV, music, and sports. But on this date in 1939, the movie Wuthering Heights, based on the novel by M. Emily Bronte, directed by William Wyler and starring Merle Oberon and Laurence Olivier, premieres in Los Angeles. Today in music on this date in 1721, Johann Sebastian Bach dedicates his Brandenburg Concertos the Christian Ludwig Margrave of Brandenburg Schwit. And two moments took place here uh, on this date in sports. <clears throat> on this date in 2018, Australian batsman Cameron Bancroft is caught on camera rubbing match ball with an object during third cricket test in Cape Town, resulting in an infamous ball tampering scandal. And also on this date last on this on this date last year. Japan's Prime Minister Shinzo Abe announces postponement of Tokyo's 2020 Olympic and Paralympic Games until summer of this year because of because of the worldwide uh, pandemic. Of course, as you heard me say, ladies and gentlemen, I will, we all know what the, what the pandemic is. I will not say the name of it because, quite frankly, I'm just I think just like a lot of people, we're all sick and tired of hearing about. It. On this day in 1999, the Kosovo War, NATO commences air bombard bombardment against Yugoslavia, marking the first time NATO has attacked a sovereign country. 
uh, some some uh, famous some famous birthdays right here. Um, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and bring you, of course, uh, some. You got three interesting ones right here today. Today would have been the 147th birthday of famed magician and escape artist Harry Houdini. Also today would have been the 112th birthday. I do believe this is, of course, one half of the uh, uh, um, um, of course, one half of the uh, crime duo Bonnie and Clyde, Clyde Barrow. Of course, he passed away in 1934. Meant to say also Houdini also passed away in 1926, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Sorry about that. And today would have been the 110th birthday of, <clears throat> of one half of the, of course, uh, duo known, known, of course, for the for creating such classic cartoons as the Flintstones, the Jetsons. Uh, let me see. John, I think Johnny Quest was was another one. Um, Yogi Bear, Huckleberry Hound. Uh, I'm talking about the duo of Hanna Barbera. I'm talking about Joseph Barbera. They would have turned 110 years old. He actually passed away in 2006. <clears throat> also on this date in 1944. Royal Air Force rear gunner uh, Nicholas Alchemy Al Al survives a jump from his Lancaster bomber 18,000 feet over Germany without a parachute. His fall broken by pine trees and soft snow suffers only a sprained leg. Some infamous weddings, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, on this day in 1891, the 56th United Kingdom Prime Minister Bonaire Law, who was 32 at the time, Mary's Annie Robley at Westbury Church in Helensburg, Scotland. On the day 1896, Joseph Conrad, who wrote The Heart of Darkness, who was 39 at the time. Mary's Englishwoman, Jesse George, who was 23 at the time. And also on this date in 1921, comedian, the late Oliver Hardy, who was 29 at the time. Mary's actress, Myrtle Reeves, who was 24. Also on this date, also on this date in 1994, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. divorces Emily Black. Uh, one, let's see. One, uh, one notable passing here, ladies and gentlemen. A hundred and sixteen years ago today, we lost. Famed writer Jules Verne, who of course wrote, the, who wrote, who of course I believe was the one that wrote Around the World in uh, 80, in 80 Days. Uh, also, an, another interesting here on, on the state, 1603, John Manningham was an English lawyer and diarist who wrote this, especially this, wrote a moving, wrote an entry. Um, on the passing of Queen Elizabeth I. Now, 
she actually it was she it was about well of course over like 500 years ago when we, we, we lost her but she died in the year 1603 so so so, so yes so but, but someone did write something very nice about her, uh, of course, after she passed on. So there you go. Now let's check out movies and TV history here for today, uh, March 24th. On a date in 1932, the first U.S. radio broadcast from the moving train, which was Bell Baker WABC from Maryland. On a date in 1935, Major Bowe's original amateur hour goes national on NBC radio network. I'll say, I said 1939, Wuthering Heights, based on the novel by Emily Bronte, was directed by William Wyler and starred Merle Oberon and Lawrence Olivier, and it premiered in Los Angeles on the state. Also in State 1941, Glenn Miller begins work on his first movie, Sun Valley Serenade, starring Sonia Hinnell and John Payne for 20th Century Fox. On State 1949, the 21st Annual Academy Awards, the movie Hamlet, actor Lawrence Olivier and actress Jane Wyman win his respective awards. Walter and John Houston became first father and son team to also win awards at this event. On a stage in 1962, Emil Griffith beats Benny Kid Parade by TKO in the 12th round in welterweight boxing title fight in Madison Square Garden, New York City. Perret sadly dies 10 days later. It was first. It was the first ma uh, match to first use the television slow mo television's slow motion replay. On the state in 1980, ABC's nightly Iran hostage crisis program renamed Nightline, and on this date a year later, Nightline with Ted Koppel premieres on ABC. As we as we said, of course. Ladies and gentlemen, today uh, was the 110th birthday of, of the late uh, uh, one half of Hannah Barbera, of course, Joseph Barbera. Uh, today, ladies and gentlemen, also, uh, let me see if I'm today, let's see. Would have been the 91st birthday of actor Steve McQueen. He sadly passed away in 1980. Also today, Jim Parsons, best known, of course, for the Big Bang Theory, today turns 48, 48 years old. Also, uh, one passing, of course, ladies and gentlemen, on this date last year, Albert Udezro. Forgive me if I mispronounced that, of course, sadly passed away on this date. And some weddings that took, that took place, as we said, 1921. Oliver Hardy marries actress Myrtle Reeves in 1921. On his date in 1950, actress Ingrid Bergman, who was 34 at the time, marries Roberto Rossellini. On his date in 1952, author of James Bond novels, journalist and secret intelligence agent Ian Fleming marries Anne Geraldine Charteret. Chateris, I hope it, I'm hoping that's probably how you pronounce it. And also in the state in 1984, David Hasselhoff, of course, best known for, of course, Baywatch and Knight Rider, who, of course, was 32 at the time. I think he was probably doing Knight Rider at this point. Marries One Life to Live actress Catherine Hicklin, who was 28 at the time. So, 
of the Hoff got married on this day. Hmm, okay. Now let's go to, of course, our music uh, history and birthdays. As we said, in 1721, Johann Sebastian Bach dedicates his Brandenburg Concertos to Christian Ludwig Margrave of Brandenburg Schwitt. On the state 1824, the first performance of Ludwig von Beethoven's Misa Salome in St. Petersburg. On his date in 1924, the first performance of John Sibelius' Seventh Symphony in C at the Concert Foreign in Stockholm, of course, in Sweden. On his date in 1955, Tennessee Williams' Cat on a Hot Tin Roof opens for 694 performances. Uh, on his date in 1958, Elvis. Uh, joins the U.S. Army, his serial number 5331076. On this day, 1962, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards perform as Little Boy Blue and the Blue Boys. On this date in 1978, the band Wings released a song with a little luck. And on this day, 1979, the the the, the uh, musical Ballroom closes at Majestic Theater in New York City. After 116 performances, some notable birthdays here, ladies and gentlemen. On the state 1714, Carlo Giovanni Testori was a composer. 1732, Gian Francisco de Mejo was a composer. Was born on this. Was born. On the state 1740, John Antis was born. He was a composer from right here in America. America. He was also a missionary. He was born in Frederick, Pennsylvania. He passed away in 1811. And on the state 1749, Bernard Jutemer, a composer from France, primarily of sacred music. He was born in Levere, France. He passed away in 1829. Some notable passings, ladies and gentlemen. 1631, Philippe Duchos, who was a composer who passed away at the age of 68. On the state 1654, Samuel Schitt, who was a Scheidt. I hope I pronounced that right. Was a composer from Germany who did the Concertus Sacri, passes away at the age of 66. On the stage in 1755, Theodore Christeb Reinhold, who was a composer from Germany, passes away at the age of 72. And on the stage in 1825, Giovanni Domenico Parodi, who was also a composer, passes away at the age of 64. And that's all we have for music. Now let's, of course, check out uh, sports. On this date in 1876, the 38th Grand National, Joe Cannon aboard 25-1 chance Regal wins by a neck from Congress. On this date in 1877, English FA Cup final, Kennington Oval London, Wanderers beat Oxford University 2-1, and it was the fourth title for the Wanderers. On this day in 1882, the 44th Grand National, Lord Manners aboard 10-to-1 shot Seaman, wins in heavy snow and freezing conditions. On this day in 1893, the 55th Grand National, Bill Dullery aboard 9-to-2 favorite Cloyster, wins by a massive 40 lengths from Aesop. Owner Charles Duff fields two more winners in 1912 and 1913. On this day in 1899, the 61st Grand National, George Williamson aboard 1897 winner Manifesto wins by four lengths from Ford of Fine. 
On state 1911, 73rd Grand National Legendary Jockey Jack Anthony wins his first of three Grand Nationals aboard 20 to 1 Glenside in Torrential Rain. On his date in 1913, Dutch soccer aboard Hoog de Groot scores twice as Netherlands score first ever victory over England 2 to 1 in HBS in The Hague. And on his date in 1922, the 81st Grand National Louis Reese aboard 109 Chance Music Hall wins only Five out of 32 starters finish. Some notable birthdays here today. Alan Sugar today turned 74. Uh, legendary uh, L, uh, female uh, golfing legend Pat Bradley today turned 70. And Peyton Manning, of course, best known, of course, quarterback of the, of the Colts for a while and even, of course, of the Broncos for a short time, today turns 45. Some notable, some notable passings, of course, on this date. On this date in 1899, Billy Barnes, who was an English cricketer, who had 725 runs in 21 tests for England, passes away at the age of 46. On this date in 1932, George Robert Canning, a cricketer uh, from uh, the fourth Lord Harris, uh, passes away. We don't know how old he was. On this date in 1934, William Don, an English cricket batsman, who won the Olympic gold in 1900 and administrator. Of course, he was the president of the England Rugby Football Union, passes away at the age of 58. And on the state in 1946, Alexander Alkine, a Russia, a chess, a chess player of Russian French descent, who was a world champion between 1927 and 1935, and also between 1937 and 1946, passed, dies from choking on meat at the age of 53. And one wedding to talk about here, of course, uh, on this date in 2013, motorcycle mogul Jesse James, who was 43 at the time, marries drag racer Alexis Nijora in Malibu, California. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it with your pop culture history and birthdays, of course, here for today as well. Now, ladies and gentlemen, to close out 246 of outside the ropes as we always do we will of course now bring you um of course we've got four stories standing by here uh of course from our from our uh wrestling from our wrestling perspective here um <clears throat> of course to get you all set for revolution here tonight and we will talk about these these exact stories on also on revolution tonight as well uh joseph lee posted this story today as we do have another announcement for the WWE Hall of Fame, and it is the Big Red Machine himself, Kane. On today's episode of The Bump, it was announced that Kane will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame as part uh, of the class of uh, class of 2021. He, he, he joins Molly Holly, Eric Bischoff, and as revealed earlier today, and, of course, that will be our next story, ladies and gentlemen. The great Kali has also been announced as the next inductee. Of course, the 2020 class will also be inducted, including now, with the, of course, remember, Batista is no longer in it. Uh, of course, the 2020 class will include now the NWO, the Bella Twins, JBL, the British Bulldog, and Jushin Thunder Liger. And here is a story about King. King is the latest inductee. In the WWE Hall of Fame's Class of 2021, 
The Big Red Monster was surprised with the news by his brother, The Undertaker, during WWE's The Bump. The Devil's Favorite Demon will be enshrined in the Hallowed Hall during the 2021 WWE Hall of Fame induction ceremony on Tuesday, April 6th, streaming exclusively on Peacock in the United States and also WWE Network elsewhere. Of course, Kane's legendary career was intertwined with the dead man from the very beginning. Long thought that perishing a fire at their family's funeral home, Kane emerged through hellfire and brimstone to haunt his brother in the fall of 1997, and infamously tearing the door off hell in a cell to confront The Undertaker and begin one of WWE's, WWE's most truly heated rivalries. The cell just scored a big red monster in the Phenom Clash in every conceivable type of match. A battle surrounded by flames in the first ever Inferno match were locked inside Hell in the Cell and even tried to bury each other alive. It's surprising that they were ever able to get along, but, but they did prove to be one of WWE's most deadly tag teams, the Brothers of Destruction, wreaked havoc on WWE, capturing the world tag team titles and even, of course, the WCW tag team titles. Kane has also embraced the lighter side of things in WWE, as best evidenced by his time as a member of Team Hell No with Daniel Bryan. The Paris Sojourn to Anger management classes had WWE fans rolling on the floor in laughter, so did their infamous attempt to hug it out in the middle of the ring. Warm embraces aside, the duo was also a threat in the ring and captured, even captured the WWE tag team titles. But not part of a tag team, Kane also proved to be one of the most dominant superstars in history, the Devil, Devil's Favorite Demon captured the WWE title, World Heavyweight title, ECW title, Intercontinental title, and actually won the 2010 Money in the Bank ladder match. Anyone with a resume like that is destined for the WWE Hall of Fame. Of course, don't miss Kane as he takes his place in sports entertainment history during the 2021 WWE Hall of Fame induction ceremony, Tuesday, April 6th, streaming exclusively on Peacock in the United States and WWE Network elsewhere. The ceremony will feature the enshrinement of the 2020 class as well, featuring now the NWO, the Bella Twins, JBL, British Bulldog, <clears throat> and Jushin Thunder Liger, as well as, of course, the 2021 class, where, as we said now, that includes Kane, Molly Holly, and Eric Bischoff. Of course, WWE did post this in a tweet, breaking news, as revealed on at WWE The Bump, at Kane WWE, will be inducted into the hashtag WWE Hall of Fame Class of 2021, hashtag WWE the bump. And that's a good segue to get to go into our next, our second wrestling story here on Outside the Ropes. Joseph Lee posted this story, as also the great Kali will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. In the latest WWE Now India posted to Instagram, it was announced that the great Kali will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame as part of the 2000 as part of the class of 2021. He joins a class that includes Molly Holly and Eric Bischoff, as well as, of course, 2020 inductees JBL, Jushin Liger, the Bella Twins, the British Bulldog, and the NWO. Kali is a former world heavyweight champion in WWE. He won the vacant title in a battle royal on the July 17, 2007 episode of SmackDown. He had it into Unforgiven later that year, of course, losing to Batista. Of course, as on, you can check out, of course, at WWE India's uh, Instagram page if you want to, of course, see this picture right here. But, of course, it is now um, 
uh, of course, actually, the news was also broken by his longtime manager and also a friend of his, Ranjan Singh, who used to come out with him to the ring all the time. Uh, but yes, Kali is now officially, of course, uh, going to be in the Hall of Fame as well as Kane. So, so far, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Molly Holly, Eric Bischoff, Kane, and the great Kali as going into the Hall of Fame, which is very good. Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday on some details on who made the new mask for The Fiend. The Fiend returned looking more than a bit meltier than usual at Fastlane, and the creators of this of his new look have been revealed. Calosium Studios co-founder Jason Baker took to Twitter to reveal that he, Brian McGuire, Kendra Lee, Sean Ronzio, and Mandy Simpson created the mask with Tom Savini supervising the project. The costume studios team also created the original mask for The Fiend, who is set to face Randy Orton at WrestleMania 37 during night two. Of course, Jason Baker himself, at Baking Jason, which is his Twitter handle, uh, did post a couple of uh, tweets here. He says, new at WWE Bray Wyatt look created by, created at, at Kylesome Studios, sculpted by Brian McGuire and at Baking Jason, molds by at RNZOFX74 and at Kendra X Lee, painted by at Baking Jason, uh, soft goods and leather by at Sandy Mimpson, project supervisor at the Tom Savini. Also, <clears throat> also of course, there's on this tweet is a, is a better look at at WWE Bray Wyatt's new mask by Carlson Studios. As we said, created by at Bacon Jason at Brian McGuire Sculpture at RNZOFX74 at Kendra X Lee, Lee, Lee at Sandy Mimson at the Tom Savini. So you can check that out if you want to check out that tweet right there if you want to find out any more details about the about the mask that was made for uh, the fiend, of course, that you saw at Fastlane on Sunday. And and also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a small quick update here. Well, we have a few moments to bring this here to you. Robert Lady Jr. has 411's uh, WWE 50 Greatest Women Superstars report. Um, and they have from numbers 50, 50 to number 36. And we're just going to run it down, of course, according to them. Uh, and we may have mentioned something about this on Revolution here tonight. Number 50, Tony Storm. 49, Caitlin. Number 48, Kaylee Ray. Number 47, Sonya Deville. Number 46, Shotzi Blackheart. Number 45, Kelly Kelly. Number 44, Candice LeRae. Number 43, Nikki Cross. Number 42, Layla. Number 41, em Ember Moon. Number 40, Eve Torres. Number 39, Lacey Evans. Number 38, Jazz. Number 37, Maurice. Number 36, Nia Jax. So that, so like I said, so some of your recent and original superstars are kind of mixed in there a little bit. So if you want to check that out, of course, there's some more details about uh, uh, about that report right there. If you want to hear about who is, of course, um, and of course we we may have, of course, I may we try try to hunt this down here. And uh, give you that list, of course, here tonight. 
on that note here, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank each and every one of you here for, uh, <clears throat> I want to thank everyone here for joining us here tonight for episode 246 of WWS Outside the Ropes. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget to catch us on episode 957 of Revolution here tonight. As we said, 138055-pound will be bringing you the latest wrestling news and views, including these stories right here uh, and that we just read. And also, of course, others, of course, more, of course, obviously having to do with AEW and NXT. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. Plus, also, we'll give you the, result, the results when they come in of both AEW, tonight's editions of AEW, Dynamite, and NXT. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about, of course, the four title matches. From we'll give our thoughts and opinions about these matches from Fastlane that took place on Sunday, and also, of course, the results of the uh, some of the and updates, of course, on some on the poll matches that we have up on the pay-per-view prediction center page, and also, of course, a a, a, a announcement here concerning, of course. Um, we something we talked about towards the end of last night's edition of Revolution, something that I will will be here tonight here of course here as well. So definitely of course be listening for out for all that starting at nine o'clock, one three eight zero five five pound. I will emphasize this episode nine fifty eight, nine fifty seven. I'm sorry, nine fifty eight will be on Friday. I'm sorry, nine fifty seven will be tonight. So there you go. Be sure to check out all of our pages of course on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. We've been posting a lot of great stuff here, of course. Uh, for example, of course, uh, the, uh, like I said, pay-per-view prediction center page, Entertainment Cavalcade, as well as, of course, Game Show Alley, Location of Animation, as well as, of course, uh, WWS Movie Channel. Also, of course, our tribute groups to Don Rickles, Johnny Carson, whose lines in any way, NASCAR US, High Octane History, Power Rangers Protecting the Power, Motor Re Motor Week Retro Review, Cars of the Past. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Home Improvement, um, More Power Forever, SES Affair. <clears throat> Let me see here. Uh, we don't want to miss that. The sport. Check that out. Um, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to be sure to, of course, check out uh, our wrestling tribute groups, of course, including ROH US. NXT US, AEW US, both of our Impact US pages, ECWS, uh, WWF US, so on and so forth. Also, check out Women of WWS. We've, we've been posting some great ladies' matches, including, of course, one that was just, I just posted today from WrestleMania 20, of course, the hair versus hair match. I believe it was the hair versus, it might have been hair versus title, I think, between Victoria and Molly Holly. I think everybody remembers that. From WrestleMania 20 back in 04. So be sure to check that out. Also, the video vault, ladies and gentlemen, where we got a lot of great classic wrestling moments, uh, matches, promos, everything here. Of course, also some major league wrestling material on there as well. So, so we'll be, of course, continuing to post a few more things on there, of course, a little bit later tonight. And also check out all of our episodes of all of our shows, of course, right here on Talk Shoe. We'd love to get your thoughts and opinions about them. And like I said, if you'd like to listen to any. Thing we of course we've been talking about for the past uh be coming up six years in May. Uh be sure to of course, like I said, uh please let us know what you think and we'd love to hear what you have to say about it. <clears throat> Outside the Ropes 246 is a broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on talkshoe.com. 
We are, of course, five years older, continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain not just your wrestling connection, but also your pop culture connection as well. We will talk at you again, of course, ladies and gentlemen, at 9 o'clock here for episode 957 of Revolution. Until then, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only the WCWS Radio Network. Take care and God bless your folks and stay safe out there during these, these times of the pandemic. And uh, we hope, of course, you, uh, <clears throat> we hope, of course, like I said, you enjoy the rest of your evening. Take care and God bless you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.